Hometown Ghost Stories contains serious and often distressing events and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Count Dracula has been featured in over 200 different movies, but only one of those movies he was played by Nicolas Cage. Was it good or did it suck? What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Hometown Ghost Stories Horror Movie Reviews. I am your host, Rob Coakley. I am joined, as always, by Dave Wilkins. What's up, Dave? What's up, Rob? I am also joined by Jesse Wilkins. What's up, Jesse? Hey. I'm not really Rob Coakley. Rob Coakley's not here with us because at this point, we don't record this live, but at this point, he is still playing poker in las vegas so we are once again robless but that's all right i think we can handle this one ourselves yeah hopefully by the time this episode releases rob is still playing in the world series of poker because that means uh he will be doing very well and then we don't know if we're ever going to get him back he does really <laughs> well. so anyways today we're we talking do. about renfield which uh dave was talking about in the intro there this one is uh, a newer movie just came out uh i believe a couple months ago right yeah, I think it was. It came out uh, not all that long. Yeah, April. Yeah, I was excited for this one. So it's got uh, Nicholas Cage. It has Nicholas Holt, and it has Aquafina. So uh, it is. Uh, it's something I was looking forward to. I was like, "Damn, we got Nick Cage as Dracula! No way!" <laughs> so for those of you who haven't seen this movie yet, I believe was it on Netflix? It's on Peacock, I believe. Anyways, uh, you can go check out this movie. This spo- this uh, review will be full of spoilers, so if you haven't seen the movie yet and you're looking to watch it, go ahead and watch the movie, then come back and listen to this review. Or if you'd like to get it spoiled, you can stick around and just listen to us spoil it away. Uh, Dave, you got a synopsis for us? I do. Renfield, the tortured aide to his narcissistic boss, Dracula, is forced to procure his master's prey and do his every bidding. However, after centuries of servitude, he's ready to see if there's life outside the shadow of the Prince of Darkness. So, Nicolas Cage is the perfect actor for this role. And I mean this role, I mean like this particular movie. Like you, like, I don't think it would work. Let's not sell it short. Nicolas Cage is just the perfect actor in general. You're not going to cast Nicolas Cage to play like Nosferatu, Right. Or like a serious Dra- Dracula role, like a scare. Like if you want to be scared of Dracula, although I will say, he was kind of scary in this. Dude, he actually crushed this. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he did a great. I mean, this is a dark comedy, right? It's a dark comedy slash horror, and very violent, borderline action. It's just all the fun things crammed into one movie. I think Nicolas Cage was the perfect actor to put in this role. That I think he, I knew he was going to crush it. I knew I was going to like him in this role. And I right. knew I was going to like this movie. So he the was actually perfect for this. Yeah, the movie's called Renfield for a reason. And, and when I first heard, oh, we're getting a Nicolas Cage Dracula movie, that's going to be cool. But man, is it going to be over the top because it's going to be a whole lot of Nick Cage being Dracula and talking in the Romanian accent or whatever. I'm like, this is going to be this is going to be so ridiculous. I'm not going to be able to keep my pants on. And But it's Renfield. So it, it's focused on dracula's helper basically 
and and that's what you got was was not as much Nicolas Cage as you might expect because this isn't a Dracula movie, right? right? It is a Renfield movie. So I think it was a perfect amount, and d- he crushed it. I mean, for most of this movie, when you're watching it, you can't even really tell that it's Nicolas Cage at all. Yeah. I mean, it helps that in the beginning, you know, he basically bursts into a ball of fire and he's completely deformed anyway. So he's Which got was a hilarious sh- scene. Absolutely. He's, he's like, there's the toasty corpse laying on the ground and Renfield comes over and he's like, are you okay? And he just goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. you, you get the perfect amount of it. But I mean, like for the majority of this movie, he's basically trying to heal to get to, you know, to restore his power and, and become himself again. So the, the plot basically is he needs Renfield to continue to bring him bodies to feed on so he can, he can heal again and become himself again. So a lot of this, it doesn't look like it could have been any actor. It doesn't look like him at all, but even so he was creepy. He, he was, he was so good in this movie. I love, I love this movie. It was so much fun. It was fun. And it started off really fast paced and just action packed. The caught the comedic timing was, flawless it was so funny everything from like them explaining how basically like renfield basically explaining how his power works and he's like so dracula draws his power by drinking blood from humans and i draw my power by eating bugs which is just a really funny like way to for him to have to draw his power just but I, 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 so sorry go ahead no no you, you can jump in there i was gonna say I, I love the connection to the to the origin story as well so if you haven't read the dracula book the Bram Stoker book. Is it Bram or Bram? Bram. Bram, the Bram Stoker book. So if you haven't read that one, um, Renfield is basically like a crazy person in and out of asylums. Or he actually, he's he's in an asylum for most of the book, right? Right. And his thing has was always collecting spiders. So he would lay sugar out um, on like the windowsill and he would collect flies. And then the spiders, obviously, he would feed the flies to the spiders. So he would just collect these things. And then it was later revealed that he was eating them and they're like, why? And he felt that he was drawing power from them. So there is an origin to the, yeah. to, he's eating bugs. Right. But I was saying that the way that the movie portrayed it more is like a damn it. This sucks. Like a suckier version of what Dracula, how Dracula works. Yeah. No, no pun intended, but exactly. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> right. I, I wasn't disagreeing with you. I was kind of just, just elaborating that this is why this is what he does. Yeah. No, we're not. So Bram Stoker is definitely the best version of Dracula in my opinion. The book was awesome. The movie was phenomenal. Actually, Renfield in the movie Bram Stoker was played by Tom Waits, which is kind of fun, the singer. Um, and he played a creepy singer. character. Oh, he sings. He's got oh, that he voice. tries. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, He's Tom, Waits. Tom Waits is an acquired taste. Acquired <laughs> he, taste. he rocks. Tom Waits rocks. But uh, Renfield, uh, the, the movie, the comedic timing is great. The comedy aspect is great. The violence is great. The action is great. The only real negative I have in this movie is that I think there was a little bit too much going on. It has a really good runtime of uh, an hour, 33 minutes, which I think is perfect for a movie like this. But uh, they, I feel like they are just cramming too many plot lines into this movie, which the plot, the whole plot line that ended up being like the allegory where Nicolas Cage and Renfield have this toxic relationship and Renfield is seeking therapy to get out of it, I thought was a really funny plot line. And I thought that was like the main focus. I could really like buy into that. It was good. It was metaphoric. It was interesting. And it was hilarious. And then you had this whole other plot line of Aquafina's character where she's this cop and her father was killed by the mob. And she's now has this, this battle with the mafia going on. 
and these two plot lines are intertwined. It wasn't terribly done. I think they they intertwined them pretty nicely, but it was a lot going on for an hour and a half long movie that you have this dark comedy kind of funny allegory symbolism thing going on with with Nicolas Cage and and Renfield. And then you have this whole other thing, which isn't really all that funny. It's like right. it was it's like I two movies it, cr- crushed into one. You're right. It, it, the the whole untouchable gangster kind of aspect, I don't really think that they needed it. I think they wanted to mix in like another bad guy into the movie so it isn't just about Dracula. But it was it did seem a little forced. And then you also had like the the love interest, right? Where you kind of have this right. thing going on between Renfield and, and Aquafina, who plays Rebecca in the movie. So it's it did. You're right. Yeah, I, th- I think there was probably a little too much storyline going on there, and then you're also jamming in like kung fu battles and Renfield's this unbelievable fighter, which was super cool to watch. Mm-hmm. And you get the sense of the supernatural abilities that he has, and th- that was a lot. Go ahead. That that could have gone poorly, right? Could have for super, sure. Like the the whole kung fu thing with the supernatural powers, that could have went real dumb but they established the rules early on in the movie. And this is one of the things that I liked about Malignant that you and Rob didn't like was that this was, it was established early on that this is what this is and they ran with it and the scenes were awesome. They were funny, they were comical and they it worked really well. I thought that this was another really good example of just some campy, dark comedy, wacky fight scenes that are just well, so much fun to watch. Yeah, there's a little, little bit of a difference between this movie and that movie. And I enjoyed Malignant. So like I'm in the middle between you and Rob on that movie where mm. you might, the, the, the big difference is Malignant didn't establish it well enough that it was a ridiculous movie until it became a ridiculous movie. You got hints of it very early, but then they got away from it. And then it was just a scary movie for half the movie. And then it completely flipped, right? Mm-hmm. This movie right away, you know, like, oh, this is funny and this is ridiculous. So the, the, I believe there's a little bit of a difference, but I do understand the comparison. I'll concede that it is a little bit different, but I, that's also why, and I don't want to get into Malignant. We're not talking about that movie, but that is why I thought that reveal without spoiling Malignant, Malignant, that that reveal was so shocking and, and amusing at the end. But anyways, back to Renfield, this one, I think they established it early on. And I think that the, that's why the Kung Fu and all the fight scenes were awesome. Every single one was awesome. So good. couldn't get enough of it. Loved it. Yeah. When, when the, the best scene, I think in the whole movie was, well, there was two of them that I really liked, but the, the, they were in like a nightclub or a bar situation or whatever. And you get these guys just keep flooding in. It was just the craziest, craziest fight scene. And um, basically it's Renfield saving Rebecca in this scenario and her realizing that he's a good guy, but her also realizing like she didn't really address the supernatural in in that scene as much as I think she could have. Like this man (laughs) is ninja kicking people across the room. And and I think there was actually a funny line. Yeah, she goes, did you just decapitate somebody with a serving tray (laughs) or something like that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, ridiculous. I'm actually literally going to go watch this movie again after we do this because it's been a few weeks since I've seen it and I'm having so much fun thinking about it again that probably going to do it again. Second favorite scene in this movie because I don't think we need to go through the whole plot line here. Second favorite scene was... (laughs) Again, we're spoiling this. When he goes to his meeting and Dracula finally shows up and just kills everyone. <laughs> it's like just so unexpected and so good. And it's just they didn't realize like they didn't take him seriously at first. Like, who are you? Like, I'm Dracula. Then all of a sudden he just like rises up off the ground or whatever. Dude, it was such such an awesome moment. And like that was when you realize, like, oh shit, he's got his powers back now. Yeah. And uh it was badass. 
It was a great scene. And typically I don't like when you get these like deus ex machina endings in movies where you like, they'll do something super shocking and then they'll like, you'll be like, holy shit, I can't believe that they did that. That's so taboo or that's so crazy. And then they'll be like, we're just kidding. We didn't really do it. We brought them all back to life or. Uh, yeah, like Stranger Things. No spoilers, but like, what, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. I hate when they do that. It's so cheap. And I always feel like. Kill off a few characters. It's going to shock the I world. Know, just kill someone. Or just kill them. But uh, they, I hate when they do it and then they take it away because it's like. They get the shock value that they want, but then they also get the character plot armor and they don't have to kill off their favorite, ca everyone's favorite character. I always find that so cheap and it makes me mad. But this movie, it was just funny. This one was more like, uh, do you remember the movie Beer Fest? Where oh, they, yes. Yeah, it was uh, the dude from Super Troopers who plays Farva and they kill him off in that movie. And then one scene later, he's back and he's like, I'm so-and-so's twin brother. <laughs> the best part <laughs> of it was- To it avoid was... confusion. You can just call me so-and-so <laughs> moving forward. Yeah, you can use his name. I'd feel more comfortable with that. That was one of the most genius moments in any movie ever. I loved sure that is. so much. I think we might've actually talked about this before. I don't know if it's just it's in person possible. or on this movie review, but what a moment, what a moment. It was so good. And that this, this, uh, in this movie, I liken it more to that movie than any any other one because it was like it was just so funny the way they did it that mm -hmm. I just enjoyed it. Yeah, very very enjoyable movie from start to finish. Again, there, there's a lot going on there. There's things that they could have done better with it. It is not a scary movie, but some of the kills were actually particularly brutal. This is this is like a a trend, and it's kind of the norm now where these movies are having gory. Like they're the kills are getting more and more gory and more and more graphic of you know heads splitting and uh decapitations looking more real and everything. It, it I, I like where this is going. I like where Me this too. is going. I feel like movies are trying to outdo each other with like how crazy the kills can be and how unique and absurd they can make them while still being able to pull it off. Because there was a time in like the early two thousands to the mid two thousands where they were trying this, but the CGI was so bad that it actually hurt the horror genre for a while. Me and mm -hmm. Rob always talk about from 2000, 2010 being just the worst decade for horror. A lot of people will actually disagree with that, but we agree that it is that way because of the, just the evolution of CGI. It was really early on for yeah. it. And it was going it was through a weird, infancy. it was like going through this weird, like teenage phase where everything's just awkward and doesn't look right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so there was uh but it's it's corrected itself and it's it's still not perfect and you can still get you still get movies nowadays where the CGI is just not great and it's like, it's like you'd rather see practical effects but it's starting to i think make a turn for the better i still prefer practical effects because practical effects are also evolving and they're getting better as well oh absolutely yeah it's not it's not exclusive to horror movies either like no, of course I'm, not. I'm noticing in action movies like some of the kills are getting more and more brutal have you seen the extraction movies no oh they are so good you absolutely gotta watch those at least I the first problem one. Uh, i only i only watch horror that's why you're i only so watch good at this it. <laughs> it's the only thing i watch these movies are badass so it's uh thor chris helmsworth the, the guy who plays thor yeah and he, he's in these movies but without spoiling any of that there some of the kills in this are just so over the top and like, like you're like wow am i watching a horror movie or am i watching an action movie because mm. pretty badass but th those movies are 
if you want a little break from horror, though, that's that's what you should watch. Uh, definitely the first yeah, one. Well. Second one was good too, but the first one was better in my opinion. To be Anyways. fair, I did I did watch Bullet Train the other day. That was that was a that was a fun one. That was a good time. Yeah, that was a good time. A very funny movie too. But yeah, Ren, Renfield uh, as a movie, it's getting a lot of hate, and people are bashing this movie, and they are very unreasonable. I do kind of want to get Rob's take on this movie. I I am interested to see where he stands on this. I wonder if this would be one where we'd be fighting or if we'd all be agreeing. I do feel I do feel like it's not too far out of the realm of malignant. I think that he might not be on the same page as us with this one. It well this one it you know what it is, right? Malignant right. was more of a debate about like what actually is this? This one it's comedy horror. It's a good time. It's right up there with like Tucker and Dale, Taylor, uh, Tucker and Dale do, can't say it. Tucker and Dale Tucker versus Evil. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Right. Where it's just, you know, it's ridiculous from start to finish and you just sit back and enjoy it. That, it's that's a little it less slapstick than Tucker and Dale. Right. This is more of a definitely dark comedy action. Uh, I think it's right on if you, if you have a spectrum and this is going to be the most ridiculous spectrum that anyone's ever proposed. You have Tucker and Dale on one side and you have Malignant on the other side. This one's probably right in the middle. I would kind of agree with that. Yeah. So Right. We don't have to keep talking about Malignant, but I don't think it even belongs on that scale. It's just such a different different kind of movie than, than these are. It's not comedy. It was just kind of dumb. Anyways, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. <laughs> this is a review on Renfield. <laughs> so. How do you think the acting was in this? I thought it was good across the board. I mean, like, I, there wasn't too much that I didn't like. I don't think there was an actor that stood out. I was like, uh, this person shouldn't be in this movie. Hmm. I, I thought Aquafina was okay. Like, but she was and, right. and I, th- I thought they made her role a little bit more important than it needed to be. Again, I don't think the love interest needed to be there, or just or scrap one of these storylines, and then, then it's pretty much way more, just less to comprehend it in this movie. Yeah, you also had the plot line with her and her sister in the FBI that were bickering back and forth. For what, there's just so much, so much going on. And I'm t- I typically am a fan of complex plots. Like when there's a lot of layers and the plots intertwine and they do it nicely and masterfully. And I don't I don't even think that this movie did a bad job intertwining all these plots. I just think that there were too many of them. And it's like, they all could be good individually, but some were so much better than others that the ones that could have been good, I just didn't care about. So it's like, they're all, they get, get, them, get them out of there. This movie should, should have been a little bit simpler because it yeah. is a comedy it is supposed to just make you laugh and it is an action horror so get something out of yeah it. i think you're right I, th- I think the the plot line that needed to go was the mob running the city plot line actually i, I think i'm fine with the love interest because it just adds to him wanting to get out of the situation right now he's got a girl uh he's bringing her flowers actually yeah i'm gonna go ahead and change my position on that but this mm-hmm. whole like you know mobsters that are running the city thing it, it just didn't didn't need to be there but yeah it doesn't take too many points off for me. It, it just kind of complicated things. So, yeah, I agree with I think, that. I think we can keep this one a little bit shorter since we're short a guest here and uh, yeah. probably hop into ratings unless there's anything else you want to mention about it. I don't think so. Give it a, give it a rating. I'm going to give it a 4.1. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I got this one at a 4.3. It was just a really enjoyable movie. I, I started, I, I was thinking I was five minutes in this movie when I texted you guys. I was like, Renfield's got to go on the list because this yeah. is this is too much fun not to do it. It's Nicolas Cage. How could we not? Yeah. It's our first time talking about Nicolas Cage on this show, isn't it? Um, I've referenced him a couple of times. Actually, I referenced him in, I'm going to do it. You ready? 
in the malignant review. Because <laughs> you asked, why, Dave? Why you did asked, you mention? Okay, because Rob and I were disagreeing about malignant, and I said my only issue because his he was like the the main actress was whatever, and I was like my only issue with this movie is the main actress was a little bit too serious, and it kind of threw the whole movie off for me it's like she's too serious for that role take her out and put nicholas cage in that exact same role and this is the best horror comedy that you've ever had nicholas of cage all time. can't figure out why he keeps having miscarriages yeah that'll, that'll make a ton of sense dave <laughs> you'd have to rewrite it a little bit but <laughs> <laughs> just a wee just a wee but the general um, idea is you stick nicholas because he's just generally portrayed as a ridiculous actor no you're right and, and i actually went back and listened to your review um that you guys did because i wasn't a part of that one i don't believe you were not i was not yeah because I, I watched that movie relatively recently and i went back to to do that and I, I do agree with you and that was part of that movie that was a problem but malignant part two this is the <laughs> that's the review we got here i got it at a, a 2.1 anyways um that'll pretty much do it for this one anything else uh you want to touch on no i think we're good let us know what movies you want us to review going forward. They could be new movies. They could be old movies. Uh, horror is the genre that we do here. So, um, yeah, let us know what you think. So let's thank our patrons real quick for our VIPs. We have Allison V, Jeannie R, Lisa J, Mallory K, Mike Oubliette, Blake, Mom and Pops W, Peach Smoothie, Robert H, and Inspires Gaming. We also have 32 DRC, Adam S, Ambie Rose, Anna C, Chris C, Donnie N, Elizabeth Young, Lily, Jake V, Janice G, Matthew T, Papa Squatch, Rachel B, Sarah Cook, Steph A of the Church of the Stephanies, Stitch Kitten, Sydney B, the other Rachel B, Al Capone, Al Capone's allegedly poorly taxidermied corn dinosaur, Alicia Espinosa, Anthony T, Brandon W, Brandon B, Captain McSlugs, Kath Q, Cody G, Hoska Castle, Huggy Bear, Joe R, Kiralee J, Mark M, Mariah M, Nuthouse Queen, Paul from St. Louis, Sam from the Paul, Sarah R, Scotty L, Solar Flare, Soph, Hooper, and Swanee. Thank you guys so much. $3 a month, get your name on this list. Early access to content exactly like this. Uh, Ad-free episodes, bonus content, and join on YouTube. $1 a month, get unlocks you the emotes and gains you access to member-only videos that we also have available. So anything else? No, we're good. <laughs> Any idea what we should review next? Uh, we can toss a few out there, but uh, we should we should ask Rob. But I have I've been wanting to review the movie Haunt, which is a great one. It's been on my list. We have a bunch of requests from people that we've been uh, waiting to touch on. Maybe Mothman prophecies. I don't know. That could be fun. Yes, yeah, so we did just knock out the Blair Witch Project, which was a request, mm -hmm. I believe, from Matthew T. Right. So, yep. uh, if you haven't listened to that one yet, that one was an interesting one. It was. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It was. So, anyways, we're back on Tuesday with a brand new live episode. I believe you're buttoning in here and taking over since. That's right. Yeah. So Rob had asked me to cover for him because it's supposed to be Rob's episode next, which but he is uh, preoccupied. He's busy doing big things. So I said, you know what? I'll take it. So mm -hmm. I think we're going to end up in Louisiana. Louisiana, it is. Love Louisiana. Got to be going to New Orleans soon, planning a trip. We're going to make it work. Um, we're not yeah, covering if, if, New Orleans, but exactly. Louisiana. Yeah, that may have been confusing for me to say that to everybody. <laughs> but uh, if we didn't mention it on this, we definitely mentioned it on uh, Tuesday's episode. But Rob is not here with, with us right now because he is in Las Vegas playing in the World Series of Poker. 
to which he has already reached the money. I think we did talk about this on this. We I think we did. I think we did. We're just so excited. We're, We're just so for him. excited for him. <laughs> we really hope he comes back to the show. I actually, you know, just like every time I, my, my phone buzzes from him, I'm like, oh, yes, update, let's go. Like, yeah, I'm just, like yeah, so yeah. invested in this. It's, uh, it's, it's while, exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is exciting. So, anyways, uh, we'll be back on Tuesday, Louisiana. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you drop a review and drop drop in the comments below. Let us know what did you think about this movie and what movie would you like to see us cover next. Leave it in the comments and we'll check it out. And uh, yeah, we'll catch what you guys. What movie would you like us to cover and how are we going to compare it to Malignant? <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> think about that. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs>